The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 698. Is there trouble in paradise? I mean, there was sort of trouble in paradise anyway when you saw the cast of Rogue One storming a beach and getting shot at by all-terrain armored cargo transports, but that's not the kind of trouble in paradise we're talking about. Maybe you've heard the page six rumors, maybe not, but we'll tell you the whole story right here. Punch it, Chewie. No traps, no moisture, no committees. Just rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedis. It's the Star Wars 7x7 Podcast with your host, Alan Boybar. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and we have a little mystery to clear up before we begin. Maybe you are following us on Facebook and Twitter, and if so, then maybe you saw our note about episode 696. And if not, you may have been wondering, what happened to 696? Well, there was a weird upload glitch that happened with Libsyn, the company that hosts all of our podcast files. And for some reason, they would not accept the 696 MP3 file. It just will not process for some unknown reason. Cannot figure it out. Either way, here is where episode 696 is. It is actually on our website at sw7x7.com, in along with all the other podcast episodes, except in the case of 696, the actual MP3 file is uploaded to our own web server as opposed to the podcast host Libsyn, where all of our other episodes are. So, little quirky thing. So, you may not see 696 in the feed on whatever podcast app that you use, but I promise you, we didn't miss a day. It is there for you to find at our website. All right, so let's sort out this whole Rogue One business. Page six is the gossip section of the New York Post, and Emily Smith there, who previously claimed the exclusive on revealing Alden Ehrenreich, Ehrenreich, you can hear my tongue getting scrambled over that, being cast as the young Han Solo. I haven't seen any official confirmation of that, but that is what the rumor section and the gossip section is reporting. Anyway, Emily's next scoop has to do with Rogue One. Her headline, Disney execs in a panic over upcoming Star Wars film. Really in a panic? I mean, I'm willing to consider the possibility, but I'm also considering the source and going, we'll see. So we'll link to the story of the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com, and you can check it out. The things I want to share with you are the quotes that they include from sources at Disney, which are a lot less inflammatory than the actual language of the story itself. For starters, Ms. Smith is saying one Hollywood source told us, quote, the execs at Disney are not happy with the movie and Rogue One will have to go back into four weeks of expensive reshoots in July, unquote. Then the same source, who is later referred to as a movie insider, says Gareth, uh, Gareth Edwards, that would be the director of Rogue One, Gareth's work on the first Godzilla shows he can handle a big studio blockbuster, but Rogue One has fallen short of what J.J. Abrams did with Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens, so Disney has ordered reshoots, unquote. And then the source adds, quote, Disney won't take a back seat and is demanding changes as the movie isn't testing well. 
Now, in a tangentially related side story, over on the Stormtrooper Larry website, they translated a report from a Hong Kong newspaper where Donnie Yen was being interviewed, and he talks about going to London in July for additional photography for Rogue One. And with that, it seems like a good time to pull in the last quote from the Page Six story, which is attributed to a separate Disney source, saying the filmmaking team in the studio always anticipated additional shooting and second unit work to make the film the absolute best it can be, and the actors were aware there would be additional shooting. Coming off The Force Awakens, there's an incredibly high bar for this movie, and we have a responsibility to the franchise and to the fans to deliver the best possible movie we can, unquote. So, with all of that under consideration, is it time to start panicking about Rogue One? Hmm, I'm gonna go with not really right now. I mean, if we were, for example, at DEFCON 5, because we were very happy with the Rogue One trailer and the look that it was giving us, we being the general fan base we, not the papal we or the royal we, if we were all at DEFCON 5, maybe this takes us down to DEFCON 4. Maybe. Actually, maybe a little more than maybe. Maybe it's actually just straight up DEFCON 4. Feeling a little wary about things. I mean, the idea that the movie isn't testing well, you know, there's a certain other movie in the Star Wars franchise that didn't test very well, and that was A New Hope, and we all know what that did. So, you know, take the not testing well with a grain of salt also. And based on all the reading I've been doing about this, about all the different stories that are written based on the Page Six report, all the different kinds of spin that are being put on this story, what I'm gathering is that this idea that additional photography could be required as the Disney source notes in the Page Six story, that that's actually kind of a legit thing, that it's not altogether uncommon for movies to require additional photography to bring people back in for reshoots and pickups and second unit work as they mentioned you know all the b-roll kind of stuff not necessarily huge scenes with the main actors being redone or anything like that just you know touch-up work basically sounds like it is kind of a common practice so the grain of truth that's in here may be the fact that Disney executives did see the film, didn't like a couple of things, or maybe they thought it was pretty good so far and they just said, hey, we'd like you to do A, B, and C. Maybe the Lucasfilm Story Group was involved and they had a peek at some of this and said, hey, can we get a little bit more of Donnie Yen, for example, because we have plans for him and his character down the line. Yes, I'm making that scenario up, but... It's certainly a plausible one and a positive one in that regard. It's not that there's anything wrong with the movie in that kind of situation. It's that they see potential in the movie that they hadn't seen before and couldn't have seen until they actually saw a first edit of the movie. So, time to panic? No. I'm going to go with no on that one. And I think we'll know a bit more about it by the time we get to Star Wars Celebration Europe. And, of course, there is that big Rogue One panel that's happening that's kicking off Celebration Europe, if I'm not terribly mistaken. So I think we'll all have a better sense of what the real Rogue One situation is once we get to Europe and hear a little bit more. I know it's going to be a rah-rah kind of situation. Nobody's going to be really admitting to saying, yeah, there have been some challenges along the road or anything like that. That wouldn't be the way you would... <laughs> hear them talk about it, or even want to hear them talk about it, quite honestly. But if there are other sources that can talk about whether Rogue One is on the rocks, then they will be discovered, or they will allow themselves to be discovered prior to Celebration Europe. So I think we will hear more about this in the coming days and weeks, if there is actually something legit to this report.
Hey Rebel Rouser, you're listening to this podcast, maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story too. Luckily we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you gotta do is go to audibletrial.com slash SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com slash SW7X7. All right, well, there's been no problem reported with our trivia section here. Get ready! Okay, for what? Last time we asked you what significant object was present during Kylo Ren's interrogation of Poe Dameron that wasn't there for his interrogation of Rey, and that was an interrogation droid. Today's question, we're flipping it around. What significant object was present during Kylo's interrogation of Rey that wasn't present during his interrogation of Poe? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you take a blind shot at a Sarlacc tentacle, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans, become a patron of the show at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a little higher, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.